Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. See website for details. Hello, my name is Ray Salazar, and this is Morning Real, a film review podcast. I review all kinds of films, whether they suck, whether they're controversial, whether they're great, whether they came out last week yesterday or 100 years ago and i review them for about three or four or five or however so minutes i need to review them march is my birthday month this is march 31st 2022 the last day of the month i lucid dreamed have you lucid dreamed in fact i had a dream and i just don't fucking remember it has that ever happened to you Today, this film in particular revolves around lucid dreaming, or at least the, or at least how one could do it, you know, because you could, you can actually kind of like program yourself to be in that sort of quote unquote sleepless state. Anyways, today I review Vanilla Sky. It's a film that was directed, written, and co-produced by Cameron Crowe. You might remember him in films such as Almost Famous. I think he wrote Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Singles, and one of my, not a personal favorite, but it's a pretty good fucking film, even from a screenplay standpoint, Say Anything. I don't know how I came about to watching this film. I think I saw it on HBO, not on HBO Max, but like on HBO one day and I just got glued to the screen and I saw it and it just mesmerized me it made me feel some type of way you know and um films can do that obviously they can sort of just get you and this film got me and I thought for a second when I first saw it it probably just got me at that very first viewing but I did see it time and time and time again, and it never fails. And not only that, I discovered new things watching this film. And this film is is known to kind of like open up Pandora's box because there's all kinds of shit in this film that question the validity of the film and just question yourself, really. A lot of us seek answers through mediums, right? whether it's from entertainment or from other people. This film is a remake. It's an English remake from Alejandro Amena Bar's 1997 version called Open Your Eyes. In Spanish, it's called Abre Los Ojos, which was written by Amena Bar and Mateo Gill. And you know what's funny? Abre Los Ojos and Vanilla Sky, Penelope Cruz, stars as the you know the main actress of the film so it's crazy to see her in two movies playing the same character obviously these movies are a little bit different from each other the premise is still pretty much the same 
And I'm going to say something very controversial right now. Kind of sound like Tony A. Shout out Tony A. Woo, 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 woo. Rodian Radio. Check him out, dude. He's a, he is a historian of hip-hop. The controversial thing is I love Vanilla Sky over Abre Los Ojos. And it's fucked up to say that because this film, Vanilla Sky, compared to Abre Los Ojos, is such a huge fucking production. I mean, Vanilla Sky was distributed by fucking Paramount Pictures. It's a huge fucking movie company, dude, compared to what the production company that Abre Los Ojos was under. Either way, either way, I love both. Well, I don't. I can't say I love both films. I love Vanilla Sky. I can't say the same about Abre Los Ojos. Honestly, the way Cameron Crowe took this film, he took it and made it his own. And if a director can make another movie as his own, I mean, obviously, if you love it, you're going to consider it. And it's sort of like when you heard Nine Inch Nails Hurt and hearing Johnny Cash's version, it's two different songs, dude, two different songs. As a matter of fact, I thought Hurt was Johnny Cash's song and Nine Inch Nails covered it. And obviously a lot of, I mean, it's not obvious, but there are legions of fans who would prefer the Cash version over Trent Reznor's version. I prefer Johnny Cash's version over Reznor's version. That doesn't say that the, that that song is better than his version. I just prefer that version just because of the way it sounds and all that crap. Produced by Tom Cruise, Paula Wagner, and Cameron Crowe. Starring Tom Cruise, Penelope Cruz. It's funny. Tom Cruise, Penelope Cruz. Ha! Kurt Russell. I love Kurt Russell. Jason Lee. Love Jason Lee in this fucking film. Love the man. He knows how to fucking act, dude. Noah Taylor and Cameron Diaz. Fucking Easter egg. You see Steven Spielberg on only one shot in the party scene of the film. And I think he was uncredited to be in there. But it's funny to see him in that fucking movie because the movie is about this fucking guy who inherited a business and money from his dad. The business is magazine publication. So they own these magazines, right? And um, fucking Tom Cruise's character is like the CEO. He, well, not necessarily the, I guess he is the CEO, but he's in this board. And he shares 50% of the board with these seven members, like seven executives, right? I guess the premise of the film is that he inherited this company. He's a rich dude partying, not really caring about his career, about his life, because he can practically do anything he wants, you know? Takes place in New York, and he just likes having a good time until one day... Penelope Cruz shows up at a party and he's just smitten by her at first sight. And what's fucked up in a sense is that Jason Lee's character was the date and he just couldn't get his eyes off her, kind of went on her and they sort of clicked. And 
they spent a night together without having any kind of sex. Typically, Tom Cruise, whenever he goes out with somebody or goes over to somebody's house, something's going to go on, right? Besides talking. And this was the first time, I guess, in his life or in his personal life where he makes an actual connection with a, you know, with a human being, especially from the opposite sex. And it's a connection that he's been desiring subconsciously for, I guess, since his dad's death, you know? His dad's death kind of really messed him up, you know? Flipped the switch of sorts. And it took that person to do it. And she didn't have to really do much to do it because obviously she doesn't know who he is, right? And there's this other character, Cameron Diaz's character, who is just all up on fucking Cruise, Tom Cruise, and they hook up a lot. And Tom Cruise's character doesn't really doesn't really give a fuck about Diaz's character, and that's fucked up. But that's just that's just his game plan, man. He just likes to party, likes to fuck around. He fucked around. And DS took it personal. There's this one quote in the film, in the first act, where Diaz and Cruz are in the car. And Diaz is driving like 60 miles an hour near fucking Central Park. And Cruz is just like terrified. And Cameron Diaz tells him in the long lines of like, you come to me four times. That means something. And to a woman, or at least to some women, who don't understand the get down of certain other folks, that doesn't mean shit, dude. And that's fucked up. Either way, we crash, something happens, and everything's all twisted and fucked up. And pretty much when we watch the film, we figure out what's real and what's not because things change up perspectives are altered heavily and it makes us wonder and it also asks us what are we really watching and are we watching the real thing or are we watching a projection of it and we don't find that out until obviously somewhere around the second act right i mean don't get me wrong it doesn't take a genius to figure out this film it's a very basic film but what I love about this film is the fact that Cameron Crowe was able to mix certain parts of cinematography with music in the scenes of this film. And there's various scenes where it shows a lot of Cameron Crowe's strong visual connection to the heart, per se. I love that. He, he did a great job choosing the soundtrack. It sets a mood. It also sets up for the next mood that's coming in the following scene. And I discovered a lot of good music from that film just by like digging into the soundtrack. I discovered Spiritualized while watching this film. I never knew who Spiritualized was until watching Vanilla Sky. And that band is fucking sick, dude. If you ever catch a Spiritualized show, it literally feels like a... And I like a spiritual awakening of sorts. The writing in this film is pretty good. It's a good premise. Tell you what, like whether it's a a remake or not, it's written pretty well. 
the cinematography is pretty good too because a lot of it is green screen. I'm not a big fan of green screen, but even for that time in 2001, there are like you can tell when it's green screen for sure. Especially even at that time, you you know that your some parts are green screen, but he does it so well where like it just fits the scene. My favorite shot of the film is in the third act, probably like five minutes before the film ends. And um, it's a low angle medium shot of Tom Cruise looking at Penelope Cruz's character while he stands on the ledge, right? And for the background, it's just the sky. It's just the sky with blue and pink hues. And obviously you see a like a very bright background light on him, but it he's lit up pretty well and pretty not not too dramatic, but like well enough to know that like he is in this weird world and he can do whatever he wants. He is the director of his world. And um I'm not gonna spoil the film. I'm not gonna spoil what happens to Cruz or how this movie goes about because it would literally take out the fun watching this fucking film. And this film is known to scratch your head. And I've scratched my head a couple of times while watching this film. And I don't know if that's a result of the writing, like as far as like, you know, the camera crow fucked up on the writing. Who's to say, right? But you can kind of tell he knew what he was doing. He knew what kind of film this was going to be. It's a pretty fucked up film when you kind of realize it because this character eventually wakes up. He wakes up, right? Keyword is waking up. What is he waking up to? And what are we thinking he's waking up to? And what's crazy is that the character does change. He goes through shit, mentally speaking, right? Because he's in a sleepless state of sorts. I don't know if you've ever been in a coma. I certainly haven't, thank God. But I like to imagine that when you're in a coma, you don't exactly notice it or feel it. It's like when you black out. You know, I haven't, I've never blacked out either, but I can imagine when you black out, you just don't remember, like, time passing by. It's like 2001. One day you black out, and next thing you know, it's 2022. And you just don't remember it. It feels so fucking quick. I like to imagine a comas are like that. Especially not knowing what the fuck happened. Where am I? Who am I? And then what time are we in? It's a total it's a total mind fuck. And it really like changes your, your perspective of life. This film really changed my perspective of life where I think the whole message of this film really is that you only have one life. Do your best in it. Give it your all. You know, it's okay to make mistakes, but it's at the same time, don't fuck over the people who love you. You know, don't take people for granted. There are certain things that you only get to once and that's it. So make that one time the only right time. As much as I love this film, it is not the perfect film. It's almost there, 
I would give it a rough three and a half stars. It's an underrated film. I, I really think it's an underrated film. It should have been nominated for an award, at least in cinematography and screenwriting. And maybe even acting. And not from like Tom Cruise's character, but probably like Jason Lee and Penelope Cruz. I mean, they did a pretty good fucking job. Before I end this particular episode, I want to give a happy birthday shout out to comedian, entertainer, actor, writer, George Perez. It was his birthday yesterday. He did a show at the Comedy Store in Hollywood. If you haven't seen him, see him. You haven't checked out his podcast. He has a podcast called George Perez Stories. You can see it. You can hear it wherever you watch and hear your podcast exclusively on YouTube, Apple, all that crap. What up, George? I would love to have you in a podcast. I'm pretty sure we would do Blood In and Blood Out or American Me. I don't know. But if you're listening, what's up, dude? Love you. Keep on grinding. You are an inspiration. And um, my name is Ray Salazar. Follow me on Morning Shot Films on IG, YouTube. Rate and review this episode. Rate and review my podcast. It's everywhere except for fucking Spotify. Spotify doesn't give a shit about their artists. So fuck them. April. What am I reviewing for April? Ooh, I don't know. I was thinking of doing some requests next week, actually. Thursday. The first, well, actually, not the, yeah, the first Thursday of April. I will be releasing Grizzly Man, directed by. Warner Herzog, and I have a special guest for that one. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but he's very toxic. If you know who I'm talking about, get excited for it. I'm excited for it. I just saw the film last night with my girl. We loved it. I thought it was fucking great. I mean, I've seen it before, but it's a trip seeing documentaries like that, especially from the early 2000s. Check it out soon. And um, thank you for listening. Until the next one. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.